0: Well, that is Luke chapter two, verses eight through 11. I am your host, Sandra Flack. Here we are just days before Christmas. How are you holding up? How are your kids doing? Uh, as i record this episode we're having a snow day here um i know some parents dread snow days some love them i tend to love them it means i don't have to run my son down to the high school for his one class so i get a little more time at home Uh, and instead of homeschooling today we played some yahtzee and baked some cookies Uh, my my youngest son and i play a lot of board games he's 17 many of you know slava Um, he really does like board games. Our two favorites are Yahtzee and Sorry, um, And he, like, he does so well one-on-one. And fun games are really a way to disarm fear and build trust, laugh together, which de-stresses everybody. Um, it builds some life skills in there as well. Um, board games in my book are a win-win. Do you guys play board games with your kids? And if you do, what are your favorites? Let me know. Shoot me an email or put a comment in our social media. I would really love to hear what board games um, your family enjoys or maybe you enjoy crafting. I know um, Natalie Vecchione and her very artistic daughter, Gigi, they've been doing lots of Christmas crafts and things as a de-stressor. So, um you know what is it that you love to do with your kids um, that really kind of builds that one-on-one time and, and uh, helps them <clears throat> to even regulate and de-stress let me know now i have a pretty good update on my grandson killian um, uh, though the past week was very rough my daughter went from hope last week of possibly going home in time for christmas to a report um, uh, from one doctor on the heart team that um, said that heart cath won't that's not going to do anything and we're probably looking at a transplant so it was like complete opposite of what she had been told the end of the week before and then monday morning was given this news and she was just really struggling Um, They're also concerned because Killian hasn't really grown or gained real weight. He seems to fluctuate every day by kilograms. Um, And, you know, it's been two months that he's been in the hospital and has sort of just stayed the same. Um, So they're going to do some genetic testing as well just to see if there's a reason why he may not be growing. Um, You know, so we got a lot of negative but God (laughs) So many people are praying for Killian and for his parents, and you know, I, I see, I, I post and share things on social media, and so many people, so many of you, are praying um, and and texting me and messaging me and asking about him, and I'm just so grateful, um, and and we just really covet your prayers. Uh, Killian did have his heart calf yesterday and they were able to open up the one artery that was very narrow. Um, He did well with the procedure. Um, He showed a slight weight gain this morning, um, the day after, but now the negative doctor is saying that um, that's just fluid from having the surgery. So we'll see. Um, really right now we need to see improved heart function. Um, He's gonna be having an echo this morning and we really are praying for improved heart function because if if that improves, then they will attempt to wean him off of this medication called milrinone um, because he cannot go home from the hospital on that. It's only given through the IV. Um, So they wanna wean him off of that and try him on another medication that he can take orally. Um, and if he if he successfully does those things, he can probably go home. Um, if those things do not successfully happen, then we are facing the transplant. Um, so please, please keep my grandson, Killian, my daughter, Missy, her husband, Corey, in your prayers. Um, Killian turns six months old this week, um, and we would really love for him to finally go home and um, so stay tuned to my social media for updates. Um, there's a Killian Cardiac Warrior Facebook page you can even follow for real-time updates, my daughter updates, usually every morning and every evening. Um, and some days she does a Facebook Live that you can catch. Um, she posts lots of pictures. So, um, you know, it's it's, uh, it's been a challenging ride, but we do see God moving in and through it. Uh, Killian is the firstborn son of my daughter Missy, who joined our family in 1999 through a kinship placement. We eventually adopted her. Um, and you can read our family's adoption story in my book, Orphans No More A Journey Back to the Father. Um, it details our whole. Um, journey bringing home all five of our adopted kids Um, and you can grab it wherever you buy books I'm no longer offering it for sale on my website Um, got tired of having to report sales tax um, in just minuscule amounts so um, it's just easy most people get their books through Amazon or other book distributors so um, I would say just go go on ahead and do that um, and but you can check out my my blog um, on my pod on my personal page is Sandraflack.com um, but you got to go to Amazon or wherever you like to get your books in order to order it um, there So unless you see me in person then I'll bring a stack with me and sign them for you um, So, on to the next thing. Before we get to today's message, our Advent message on joy, uh, we do have some important announcements for you. Natalie Vecchione of the FASD Hope Podcast and Sandra Flack of the Adoption and Foster Care Journey podcast would like to invite you to join their hope for the FASD journey, a virtual support community for parents and caregivers raising individuals with an FASD, diagnosed or not. This faith-based community includes an online bi-monthly support group, a monthly VIP conversation, and a private Facebook group Which includes a video devotional from Natalie and Sandra every Saturday. To register, visit justicefororphansny.org forward slash training forward slash FASD. And coming up in early 2023, I will be offering two online workshops a free 45 minute lunch and learn, which is an introduction to FASD, fetal alcohol spectrum disorder. Um, that will be on Wednesday, January 18th at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and a three-hour deep dive into FASD where I'm going to be teaching uh, using the FACETs Neurobehavioral Model. Um, that will be on Saturday, January 21st at 10 a.m. It is a three-hour workshop. There is a registration fee for the three-hour um, but you also have to register for the Lunch and Learn, because when you register, that's how you get the Zoom link. Both of these are online workshops. To register for either one, um, please go to justicefororphansny.org and click on events. We also have a link posted um, in the show notes for this episode where you can get there pretty easily and check it all out. Uh, also, be sure to um be listening to our bonus episodes with Dr. Jared Brown. Dr. Brown specializes in trauma, FASD, autism, and much, much more. Uh, This series of episodes with Dr. Brown focuses on topics of particular interest to us adoptive and foster parents. We cover prenatal trauma, complex trauma, FASD, screen time, executive dysfunction, inappropriate sexual behaviors, um, working memory, cognitive flexibility, all of the things um, in a much more in-depth, research-based kind of conversation. Um, regular episodes that you're listening to right now of this podcast, new episodes release on Mondays, um, but we release the special episodes with Dr. Brown on Fridays. We're doing a total of 20 episodes with him. I think we're we're at the end stretch. I think I have about three more to record with him, which will be released in January. So stay tuned for that. But you can go back through um, our library and check out um, all those past episodes. You're going to want to take notes, just an incredible amount of information there. Um, also, please be sure to subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss a single episode. And so other adoptive foster and kinship caregivers can easily find this show and be encouraged and equipped to. Now, um, our Advent message. Um, We've been talking about Advent. Advent means arrival. And on the church calendar, it is the four Sundays leading up to Christmas. And for the past few years, I have focused on Advent for my December podcast episodes, um, just to kind of bring some uh, format and a format to follow throughout uh, the month. december really we anticipate and celebrate the birth of jesus whose arrival delivers great joy for all people jesus is our source of true joy have you been experiencing joy in your life lately uh some some i think sometimes i can say yes and sometimes i can say no Um, It just depends upon the day, right? It seems like that anyway. The dictionary definition of joy is a feeling of great pleasure and happiness. But I don't exactly agree with that. I believe true joy is only found in Jesus. It's not a fleeting feeling based on circumstances. It's our resting place. It's where we get to live, really. Um, Jesus is joy. And if we have Christ in us, then we have access to an ever-flowing well of joy, no matter what is going on around us. And in the days leading up to Christmas, I like to read through the book of Luke. And since there are 24 chapters in the book of Luke, it's kind of, you know, an easy way to do a chapter a day to get through the book in the whole month of December. I confess, I just only started chapter one this week, and we're like, what, three weeks into December? Um, But it's a timely chapter. You know, I like to read chapter one and kind of be in the scripture as Christmas Day approaches. so, And I've been pondering this episode on joy and asking the Lord what kind of message I would share and what, I, what he wanted me to say about joy, and I started thinking about Elizabeth and Mary. For Elizabeth, she'd been barren and was beyond childbearing age when the angel announced to Zechariah that they would have a son. And after they got over that initial shock, can you imagine the joy Elizabeth must have felt? Well, I don't know, maybe she didn't actually feel it. She she exuded it. She dwelt in it, you know, that message and knowing she was carrying that baby whose whose arrival was announced by the angel Gabriel. Um you know, and, and the angel told Zechariah in Luke chapter 1 verse 14 that the baby who you know we know it's John the Baptist but that he, that the baby will be a joy and a delight to them and that many would rejoice because of his birth then after the angel gabriel tells mary about her surprise delivery coming and mary goes to visit her cousin elizabeth Elizabeth tells Mary in Luke chapter 1, verse 44, as soon as the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the baby in my womb leaped for joy. So like prenatal John the Baptist was praising with joy prenatal Jesus. It just kind of cracks me up. It's, it's amazing to think about. Think about what both of those babies would grow up to face and their moms would grow up to face, right? John would be unjustly imprisoned and beheaded. And I don't know if if Elizabeth was still alive um, at that time. I don't think scripture lets us know. But could you imagine being Elizabeth and her son is doing these amazing things and and then he's unjustly imprisoned and then beheaded how how painful for a mom right and then of course you know we know mary was there for the crucifixion of her son and he was unjustly arrested and beaten and crucified and his mom witnessed all of that so these moms know pain and uh, they, they knew pain and they knew the struggle and the heartache of raising children and um, the pain that their kids felt, you know, was only probably magnified by the pain in, in a mom's heart, right? We know that as moms. Yet the joy that filled the mothers, right? And the joy we get to experience, and they all come. All that joy comes with pain and tears mixed in with it. Um, So we can have joy. Joy doesn't mean the absence of hardships and difficult things because it's not based on feelings. I can feel good today because we're having a good day or I feel terrible today and life is terrible and everything's horrible because we had a bad day. That's not where our joy comes from. It's not dependent on our circumstances. It's dependent on our relationship with Christ. And if we have Christ in us, then we have access to joy at all times. Psalm 126 verse 5 says, those who sow in tears will reap with songs of joy. Those who go out weeping, carrying seed to sow, will return with songs of joy, carrying sheaves with them. Mama's Our parenting journey is filled with tears, but it's also filled with joy. And if you have Jesus, then you too have access to that wellspring of joy. You know, you may be sowing in tears, but a harvest is coming. There are triumphs in the midst of the trials. Even if we have to sit with Jesus and ask him to show us, because sometimes we can't see the triumphs through our tears, but they are there. Jesus gives us that perspective, which sets into our hearts peace and joy. Nehemiah 8, chapter, chapter 8, verse 10 says, Do not grieve, for the Lord for the joy of the Lord is your strength. Do not grieve, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. And God is not saying to never grieve. We know that grief is a healthy part of healing. Uh, It's a fact of life, right? But here, the Israelites were being told not to grieve at that moment because it was a day of celebration. And the good news is, the joy of the Lord is our strength too no matter if it's a celebration day or not, no matter if we feel like celebrating or not, we need strength for this journey. Jesus is our strength. Jesus is our joy. He is our strength as we navigate each day. And Psalm 16, verse 11 says, you make known to me the path of life. You will fill me with joy in your presence and friends that's where true joy comes from his presence that's why the unborn john the baptist leapt for joy in his mother's womb because he encountered the presence of the unborn jesus they came near to each other and that is how we experience joy too in the presence of jesus drawing near to him. And chapter, John chapter 15 is, some of my favorite scriptures are in there. And in verses 9 through 11, Jesus said, As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Now remain in my love. If you keep my commands, you will remain in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commands and remain in his love. I have told you these things so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. That's where true joy comes from, from remaining in Jesus. We experience true joy when we rest in him. Jesus is our hope, our peace, and our joy this holiday season and into the new year, I pray that you will remain in Jesus. Apart from him, we can do nothing. In him, all things are possible, including peace and joy, no matter what we're walking through. And I pray that you have a very merry and joy-filled and blessed Christmas. And thank you for listening to this episode of the Adoption and Foster Care Journey. Be sure to tune in next week uh, when my Advent message will be about love. I hope you feel encouraged and better equipped for your parenting journey after today's message. And we have some more resources to help you along the way. Be sure to check out our website for resources for foster adoptive and kinship caregivers. Uh, We offer our Hope for the FASD Journey virtual support community. That's three uh, monthly online through Zoom support groups with a group of us mamas all walking the FASD journey. It's moderated by myself and um, or facilitated, I should say, by myself and um, Natalie Vecchione of the FASD Hope podcast. Um, We also offer the Intro to FASD Free Lunch and Learns, and I offer several workshops uh, where I teach the FACETS neurobehavioral model because I'm a certified facilitator of the FACETS model. Um, All of those things and much more are available right on our website. You can learn more, you can register for things. You would just go to justicefororphansny.org. And again, link in the show notes to find it super easy. I would also like to give a shout out to some businesses who sponsor our work. Try Nuclear Corporation, Bishop Boundary Construction, National Bank of Koksaki, and Coleman Insurance Agency. These businesses care about children and families in crisis, and they help us do what we do. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to let us know by subscribing and let your fellow adoptive and fostering friends know so that they can listen and be encouraged and equipped, too. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Justice for Orphans. You can find me on both platforms as well at Sandra Flack. And I am so grateful that you spent your valuable time with me today. Again, I pray that you're enjoying a very blessed, rest-filled, peace-filled, hope-filled, and joy-filled holiday season. Merry Christmas again to you. I am thrilled to have you along for the journey. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Adoption and Foster Care Journey podcast brought to you by Justice for Orphans. We hope you were encouraged today. Please be sure to subscribe to this podcast and leave a review and share it with your fellow foster and adoptive parent friends so they can be encouraged too. Be sure to find and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Justice for Orphans. And check out our website for vital resources at justicefororphansny.org.